Well, thanks for watching Lancaster Connects, the show about uh, small business success, small charity success here in Lancaster County, the battle of big versus small, David versus Goliath, as I like to call it, the battle on Main Street. Uh, we love this showcase. Businesses and charities doing amazing things right here in Lancaster. So thanks for watching. Got We've a fantastic guest got today. A really great guest. Looking forward to this one for sure. We will be welcoming them on momentarily. Uh, but uh, if you're a fan, you know the deal. Comment on the show that gets you in our contest, the prize later. And Kelvin brought over the prizes for the prizes for this week. So are we showing what the prizes are right now? We are. We yeah, did we didn't go over this with our our. Uh, producer so chris is like just bringing his fists at us right now he's upset because they've already flashed the he'll be 25 dollar gift card but what we're gonna do from here uh is you have a choice now you can get that gift card or some new swag from gardeners less snore more cuddle 30 ounce 30 ounce water flask oh yeah 30 ounce coffee tumbler with the fancy pants lid that's cool so see you know the cool thing about that one your choice uh, this one like doesn't fit in a lot of like car cup holders. Yeah, but this one, one does. This one yep. does, right in there. And it's in very fashionable. I chose this color. Yes, you did, Ben. You know, well, and it, it didn't like it at first, but uh, it matches the uh, it does the gardener's blue. But it's Havasupe blue. Havasupe. <laughs> I think that's what you. If you're watching the show, you know I have a problem with words sometimes. But we're going with Havasupe blue. Uh, it's a pretty cool <laughs> blue. It's a cool color because look, when you're at the gym or you're doing yoga and everybody sets the water bottles down in the water bottle area, you know where your water bottle is going to be. That's Nobody got that the, color. That's why I thought the color would be re really cool. So anyway. And what's, what's Less Normal Cuddle? Less Normal Cuddle are amazing uh, sleep systems where you can have these sleep systems in natural latex and air support, hybrid support. But basically, you get Less Normal more Cuddle with your sleeping partner. Uh, less back pain, more cuddle, less neck pain, more cuddle. Uh, it's a whole thing around here. They've got a whole bunch of systems that fit in that mantra. What are those two letters right there? Oh yeah, trademarked. That's important. Officially trademarked. It is officially. It's like back over there is the, is the real certificate. That's our, that. that's our thing. We did that. Yep, we made that. They have Mother's Day, they have Father's Day, they need Happy Trademark Day for the stuff Ben and Jeff, ben and Jeff created. That's right. That's right. <laughs> So yeah, that's the, that's your choice. You can get the swag. You can get pick your choice here: the tumbler or the flask or a gift card. We enhanced it because we just thought it'd be fun. And uh, it if, is fun. If you can spell Havasupe Blue, good for you because that's we that's, should have people try to spell. It's one of those uh, spelling bee word. Yeah. Uh, words. Is it all one word? It sounds like two words. It is one word. Okay. And I don't even think I'm saying it right. This <laughs> <laughs> probably not. throwing your card ball for that spelling test. But anyway, yeah, use it in a sentence. <laughs> yes. So you Word, get words that Jeff messes up all the time. Just <laughs> keep a running tab. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then the final show of the year will be all of those words. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can catch Lancaster Connects podcast numerous places. The easiest is probably Facebook on your Facebook feed in the Lancaster Connects and Gardner's Mattress and more pages. Also on YouTube, um, both Lancaster Connects and Gardner's YouTube pages, LinkedIn pages, personal LinkedIn pages. Uh, and of course, on LancasterConnects.com, all this episode is streaming live on that uh, website. And all of the past episodes are on there as well. So uh, not only can you see today's episode, you can see all of the previous 48. There we go. Have a soup, blue.
have have a have a soupe. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's pretty good. Have a soupai. I can't say optometrist, but I could say have a soupai. Apparently, <laughs> and I wear contacts. Those, Go figure. There's a bunch of those O words that yeah. that that I'll get that get yeah. used in there. So I, I did just just slip it in there. We have uh, this is the 49th episode. 49th, which 40, means eight previous episodes are on the LancasterConnects.com website. But that yeah, that means fiftieth episode next week. Five zero. That's, that's a big one. It is a big one. Look, if you know anything about podcasting, and this is a great time to, you know, we didn't get the 50 episodes on our own. Uh, our producer, Chris, from uh, Cast Ahead, which if he's inclined to show his mug, I don't know if he's prepared to do so, but he should. We don't get the 50 episodes. Uh, we're counting our chickens before they're hatched, but we're doing the episode next week because I already confirmed the guest. Um, you don't get the 50 episodes in this format on your own and run a business. Um so Chris from castahead.net is a fantastic producer, fantastic partner, and a friend. And we truly enjoy his partnership. So um, maybe he's not quite ready to come on camera, which he's, he's might, camera shy. He might have been doing like the the lever pulling. And there he is. There's Chris, everybody. Chris Stone from Cast Ahead. Yeah. You know, uh, thanks, guys. Um, at that, it, 50 episodes is, is, tr- is amazing. So congratulations to you guys uh, for sure Thank for you. staying consistent and having such great guests and continuing to make the show better. So I'm honored to be a part of it. Well, yep. you know, consistency is key. I've, I've heard that you have to do, you know, if you're going to do a podcast, you do it weekly, but then you have to have a consistent host. And that's, that's exactly what you are, Chris. So we appreciate you. Thanks, brother. Thank you, gentlemen. And uh, Jonna Hoover Green, she's the only reason why I joined. It was like, you guys were like talking at me, but once Jonna Hoover Green said, show yourself, I had to join. So on with the show. Congrats, gents. Very good. We should also uh, give a shout out to moms. Yesterday was Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. We're a day late, but we're not going to do a podcast on a Sunday afternoon. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers listening, watching. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. You know, Mom, Mom McClure's probably watching. She probably is. You have to comment. I think my mom's working right now. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, John is a mother. That's right. John is a great mother. A, a couple of tuba players. I hope, I hope all the moms had a wonderful day. It didn't rain, at least. No, it didn't rain yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, so it dried. It The sun came out. This, this giant orb in the sky that dries things up, and it did a I actually got to mow my lawn yesterday afternoon, which was, I didn't think I was going to do because it was very soppy wet. I haven't cut grass in 10 years. Yes, this is true. This is a pack of having teenage boys. Yeah, my, my kids have to grow. Get to that point. <laughs> yep. I own lawn mowers, but my boys use them. Yes. And they cut grass around the neighborhood, which is kind of cool. They each got their own little hustle. At any rate, enough of us, enough of uh, Have a Soup A Blue. And uh, enough of celebrating our 50 episodes. Mm-hmm. Let's bring on two guests that make episode 49 amazing or will make it amazing. Oh. Welcome to the show, Lynn Walker and Joe Fittipaldi. Did I say that right? You did. Yes. He's, got a, right. he's got a car racer's last name. It is. Right? It is. It's <laughs> for short. Well, you folks are from an amazing organization called A Week Away. And why don't you share uh, with our listeners just a real high level, and then we'll dig in what A Week Away is all about. A Week Away is a a foundation that was started, oh, seven, eight years ago now, um, 
uh, with the hopes of providing respite weeks for families who are battling a life-threatening illness, whether it be cancer or another life-threatening illness. Uh, the goal is just to get them away from their treatments, from you know the hospital setting, from you know the rigors of of uh, their battle, and give them some time away to rest and recuperate and recover a little. So this was started by a very special person. Um, as I understand, that person's name was Caleb. Why don't we learn about that beginning and that story? Okay, I'll, I'll jump in here. Um, I, I'm Caleb's mother. Uh, Caleb uh, was diagnosed uh, on April. April 1st, April Fool's Day of 2014. Now, the fun part there is um, Caleb was the third of four boys. So you can just imagine April Fool's Day in mm. our house. It was basically a national holiday. and uh, But he comes home in the afternoon after seeing the doctor and he says, I have a brain tumor. That's all funny, Caleb. You can't say that, you know, kind of thing. And uh, But he kind of spoiled April, Fool, April Fool's Day for us for, for the rest of our mm. lives, basically. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, we proceeded with the uh, surgery immediately and he was actually paralyzed, fought his way back. We had to wait 22 days for pathology. As I tell you this, you have to understand that this is fairly normal for families that are dealing with cancer. So it's not that we're necessarily anything special, uh, but a long wait for pathology and it comes back um, a very rare form of a clear cell anaplastic ependymoma. Fortunately, we were able to go to CHOP uh, to follow up treatment. So after he healed from his first surgery a little bit, uh, we went down to Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. And and this is really where I believe the seed for a week away was planted. We're in this waiting room and in the whole six years that we, you know, were treated there, I'm, I'm positive that it was the most crowded on that day. Uh, probably a hundred some mm. people there. And he drops his head on my shoulders. Now this is, like a tough 18 year old kid, you know, and he drops his head on my shoulder and he just starts to get emotional and teary eyed. And I'm like, honey, it's okay. You know, we'll be fine. We're going to beat this. It, you know, we're, we're going to be fine. And he says, no, mom, what do they do? And I'm like, who, who else is here but us? I am only thinking of him. And I follow his gaze and he's looking all the way across the room at a young teenager holding a little tiny infant. And literally, she looked to be probably 16 years old with no one there mm. with her. And if they were in that room, that little baby had cancer. And it just it just hit me, you know. And he said, what do they do? Who helps them? Where, where do they go? He says, we have our, our friends, our family, our faith. He says, we have so much support. We are so blessed. Who helps them? I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that was the day that the seed was planted, you know. Uh, he went home from there and we, you know, we began to begin our battle. And that's where he kind of drew Joe into the picture a little bit. Um, and Joe can follow up in a second. But three and a half years later, after his third brain surgery, um, he was he was worn out, you know, and he's trying to graduate college and he's trying to, you know, try to live a normal life. And he went for a ride on the boardwalk uh, in Ocean City. This is uh, after we used to live there. And uh, after two hours, and I'm starting to get nervous because you've had a couple brain surgeries, you know, balance might be a little bit of an issue, all these things. He comes bursting through the door and he says, I know what I'm going to do. And I'm like, beat cancer, <laughs> you know, graduate college, get married. He goes, no. He said, for the first time in almost four years, <clears throat> I just felt normal. 
And he said, I found myself dreaming of my future, planning and having, having hope. He says, I want to give this hope to people. This is what I want to do. So we, he dropped out of college and he, uh, he went home and he promptly told his friend, Joe, Joe. Yeah. So, uh, Caleb got back from this trip um, and he, you know, we, we had worked together at the time and he came bursting into the office and he just says, I, guys, I got it figured out. And it was myself and Marie, who was previously our vice president. Um, she was sitting there with us and he says, I, I know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to start a nonprofit. Now, bear in mind that previous to this, his last greatest idea was that he was going to drop out of school and start flipping houses um, and he was going to learn how to do that on YouTube. So we didn't, we didn't really take it too seriously at this point. So he said, all right, let, let, tell us about it a little bit. And he said, well, you know, he told us about his trip. He was away. Um, and one thing that, that really stood out to me, I'll never forget, is when he said, you know, Joe, he said, that was the first time, he said, when I was away and I was on that bike ride, he said, it was the first time I wasn't thinking about how long until my next treatment or, you know, the possibility of another surgery. He said, I started thinking about getting married and buying a house. And, you know, a lot of the things that, that a lot of us will take for granted. Um, and so I could tell that this was really something he was serious about. So Marie and I said to him, you know, we're in, we will help you 100%, but we need to see, you know, something concrete. So put together a business plan and, and we can talk about helping you get this foundation up and running. And it wasn't maybe two weeks later, he came, you know, back into the office. He had a full business plan lined up. He had, uh, uh, he had already spoken to an attorney and, and figured out that nobody had the name a week away. And that's what he wanted to name the foundation. Um, and so from that point on, it was just, let's get a board of directors together and, and start this foundation and see this mission through. Um, and, you know, fortunately for him, before he had passed, uh, he was able to see our first, uh, our first family be sent away. Um, so he kind of got to see his dream come to reality. And, uh, since then, you know, this year we will actually, if they believe next month, we'll be sending our 200th family away on, uh, on a week long respite. Oh, so wow. Yeah. We've come a long way. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So, I mean, he's going through these treatments and of course, just, you know, dealing with the diagnosis and everything. And he's thinking of other people and their situations and, what they're going through and and looking to give back that's it's just unbelievable it really is yeah and i think something something else you know on that note is that he he saw this as for what it was it wasn't just him that was going through this you know he knew it took his whole family it took friends that would he would call his care team you know so um he was adamant from day one that, that you know we're not just this isn't a make a wish this isn't a you know this isn't a dying wish this is a chance to send away a care team to give them a chance to just be a fam or just be, you know, be themselves for a week so that they can come back and feel the same hope that he felt when he got back. Um, but he knew it wasn't just him. It was his mom. It was his dad. It was his brothers. It was, you know, his friends, anybody who was involved in his care. He felt it, you know, his responsibility to make sure that we could take care of those, you know, these, these care teams, you know, as we move forward. So when, when, um, how does somebody qualify or, or how does it, how do you find the people you can give these respites to? Our number one referral source right now is from social workers through uh, some of the local hospital systems, you know, from CHOP, uh, Lancaster General, uh, the, you know, the Barsinger Center, um, Penn State Hershey. Um, we, we see a lot of uh, the social workers who are dealing with these families directly on a, you know, on a regular basis. Um, and they kind of know what we're looking for. We're, we aren't looking to grant wishes. You know, again, I think that's a big you know, something that, that we, we see a lot of, you know, people will ask us, you know, Hey, I've always wanted to do this, you know, can you fly me here or there? And, and that's not what our mission is. So, uh, the social workers really understand what we're trying to do and they'll, they'll match us up with, uh, with candidates that they know they could really use it. Um, you know, but 
anybody can apply for a respite right through our website um, at a week away found at a week away dot org. Um, and uh, you know, we just ask that you know we have an application from the patient and or the the care team, um, and then a, a, an application from the medical professional, just indicating that they're safe to travel and and uh, you know that they they would be a good candidate for our, for a mission. Uh, are these mostly adults, children, families, c- combination of everybody who who are any age? No, any age. We've sent you know families with little babies that had to get a heart transplant. All the way up to one of my favorites was a, a grandfather with his grandchildren in hunting dogs. You know, they just wanted he just wanted a rustic, uh, you know, respite away. And also to follow up, I use the word respite. Uh, Caleb was pretty adamant, and as Joe said, it, it's not about bucket list. You know, checking something off and then saying I did that and I'm giving up. Uh, he, he was adamant. Well, I'm not giving somebody a bucket list, and because we want to empower them and 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 give them the strength to continue their battle. Um, but uh, he just, and we also don't use the word vacation. Um, that's a dirty word to us um, because everybody needs a vacation. You, you would say that, I would say that, uh, but a respite, I, how I define it is literally when someone is holding on by their fingertips and they can't hold on any longer. And we like to feel like we come in underneath and lift them up and we take the stress out of their world for one solid week where they don't have to worry about anything. And I just got off the phone not not an hour ago with with a mom who's applied and she said I just I just want to tell you more. I said and she said I I I just want to explain how much we need this and she's crying. she says we just we just can't go on. She said I I don't know how to explain this my husband I don't know how to take care of my husband this way. You know, I don't have the strength anymore. I said you don't have to explain one more thing. This is why we're here. And this is what our amazing volunteers do. Um, it, you know, they custom design these respites uh, to the, the specific needs and desires of the families. Joe, tell them about opportunity costs. Yeah, so uh, Lynn touched on it a little bit where, you know, she said that we want to make these respites as stress-free as possible. Um, and what we learned early on is that a lot of, you know, families and, and, you know, members of the care team have already exhausted their PTO or their vacation time or sick time. Um, and so, you know, if we're sending them away, like most of the time it's without pay. So we will go as far as to cover their opportunity costs, mm-hmm. you know, for any lost wages or, or anything that, that may result in them taking a week long, you know, trip or, or even just a long weekend in some cases. Um, but the, the goal is just to make it completely stress free. You don't have to worry about anything. We'll take over from here. We give them, you know, um, a prepaid visa cards to spend while they're away. It's, it's a hundred percent taken care of. And I say by us, but really it's our donors who who uh, who, who fund these. And uh, and you know we are incredibly fortunate to live in Lancaster County. With you know when I when we first got into this, I had no nonprofit experience. All I had was Caleb telling me I had to do this. And uh, you know we learned very early on that this is a hotbed for nonprofits, and it was a very competitive area. But it became obvious pretty quickly that that it's because it's such a generous community. I mean, people are willing to give. Of their time, their resources, um, you know, their money. It's just been a really uh, humbling experience being part of this organization, seeing that level of of caring in Lancaster County, which is just fantastic. I mean, there's a lot of really good nonprofits here, um, and we're we're fortunate to be, you know, to be where we are today because of the people who donate. Right, that's really true. How do you determine or help a family determine where to go and what to do, and what does that look like? 
generally when we receive an application within two weeks, um, it's looked over, um, you know, researched and voted on by our board of directors. And then it's handed off to our respite committee. And these are people that are amazing. The, an aspect of volunteer that are actually on a committee. So they're, they're doing a considerable amount of work. Um, and they will call, they're assigned the different families. Someone will call and just, we listen, we listen well and plan a, a respite, you know, um, according to, you know, how the physical abilities, the, um, the desires location wise, um, what they like to do, how many kids, how many people, um, are involved. And, and then we will, we'll investigate and, and tailor make that respite. Um, to the needs of the families. Now, we do not absolutely uh, send anybody on an airplane anywhere. That is the most stressful thing you could do to a family, mm. and especially in a medical yeah. situation. Um, but within basically a day's driving, 750 miles, we, so we will go down as far as the Outer Banks um, and up uh, into New York. We have uh, rustic uh, respites in the mountains of Pennsylvania. Uh, and then there are urban respites, which we are not really doing right now. It's not really stress-free to send someone into one of the east cities on the East Coast, like Philly or New York or Pittsburgh or D.C. Uh, but we do have uh, offer a lot of uh, respite locations on, this, on the ocean, you know, the whole East Coast, basically. And um, uh, some will, you know, we, we will research. Uh, so we use some places year after year. We do um, um, Airbnbs and, and that type of thing. But again, Carefree. I mean, you know, as much as paying for the parking at a hotel. Yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing that they have to worry about at all. That's just really tremendous how you all put that together um, to create such a great experience and and relief as as we're calling it. Uh, respite being the word. If I could, I I actually skipped something, but and it's pretty important. Um, uh, if they need nursing care, we provide the nursing care. So also they're going to, wow. to uh, locations that are, you know, are suited for that. Um, uh, in some cases, then, you know, they can bring their pets. You know, we'll find, um, you know, we'll find uh, locations that accept their pets because uh, pets are a pretty important part of many people's families. You know, so the idea of having to find a place to board them, it just wouldn't be stress-free. So things like that. Like I say, we try to cover absolutely every single detail. That's pretty amazing. Um just so our listeners know, um, and if you don't, if you don't want to share, that's fine. Um, I know in our past, uh, we've worked with Make a Wish, so we've come to learn what the average wish uh, expense is. Do you? Can you share what that is? What the average week away costs your foundation, so our listeners can know, and it might frame what they choose to give. Uh, Joe, you want to handle that? Sure, yeah. I can. I can. I'm my my um my job is to stand on a street corner with a tin cup and, <laughs> and ask for money. So I answer this question all the time, but I'd, I'd, I want Joe to take this. Well, believe it or not, um, just like everything else, the cost has gone up tremendously um, over the last couple of years. Um, just, you know, with the price of gas being what it is, um, you know, properties are, are going up. Um, but right now it's averaging right around $4,000 for a week. Um, it's, it's so anywhere between four and 4500 depending on the size, depending on the location, and depending on the needs of the family, whether or not they need, you know, their cost covered. Um, you know, that, and that is an average. Some of them are much more, some of them are much less because we may get a property donated to us. And that's, that's a huge part of the expense. Um, so right now it's right around four, four thousand, forty five hundred dollars Yeah. I, I was just thinking, so Ben and I are involved in a couple, you know, peer to peer type of mastermind network groups where business owners gather to, you know, 
talk and plan and improve their businesses. And within that one group, there's a number of Airbnb owners. So, you know, after the show, I'll do what we do with the files and the videos and the links. And I'm going to definitely share this with them to see if they would be willing to contribute time in their properties. Anybody listening, uh, I mean, I think you can feel it right through the screen. It's not often that I'm speechless, but I've been pretty quiet this one because it's hitting me. Um, if you've got a property, you can donate a week here and there. Um, is there, not that you would do this for the tax write-off, but is that is that something that can happen, Joe, Lynn? Yes, we are a 501c3. Like so a donation, any donation, I guess that would be a donation in kind. Is that right? Gift in kind, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So there's yeah. that. And we, yeah, we really felt the pinch last summer after everybody came out of COVID. Became very difficult to find places. I'm sure. And the cost went up really. I mean, we got hit last year. So, um, as Joe said, the average is about 4,500, 4,300. But, uh, it's been, it was, it hit a lot several times last year, over $5,000. So, you know, you, you mentioned it earlier in the show about Lancaster being such a giving place and, and, um, you know, great place to start and, and operate a nonprofit or a charitable organization. Um, obviously, you, you can't do uh, what you do without you know, great people and staff. And you know we can talk about some of your staff members in a little bit, but um, you have a number of local corporate sponsors, and I think it would be great to give some of them a shout out um, because you know I, I'm sure they donate um, some time and, and a lot of funds um, to these respites. Um, maybe Chris can bring up the the web page of corporate sponsors there, and and just just share a little bit about what some of these companies give back to the organization. Wow. Well, I'll jump in here and say uh, Westfall Orthopedics was the very first organization that came on board, and have uh, been just amazing, faithful, generous, uh, giving sponsors for us. Um, I can't can't say enough about them. Truly. Uh, we've been blessed by uh, Lancaster County Motors Subaru um, several years now. They have made us um, their local charity for um, um, Share the Love campaign uh, the whole month of December. Um, and they've just been amazingly gracious. Speedwell Corporation, Wolfgang Corporation. Uh, Members First has been a very generous trust over the years. Uh, also, um, you go down... We have those listed as corporate sponsors because uh, basically they're bigger businesses. Um, but you go to uh, uh, what I call faithful friends. Caleb, when he knew that um, he was going to start a week away, he uh, dropped out of college and he just worked so many different jobs to uh, to try to raise money. And he worked at a lot of pubs downtown. And uh, so Telus 360, Annie Bailey's uh, Springhouse, um, Our Town Brewery, uh, you know, he has friends in all of those places and they actually are a very special part. I always laugh because they're crazy guys, but um, we created a pub cup within our golf tournament for so just that they could have bragging rights for who's the best golfing pub in Lancaster County. Uh, uh, um, so um, our town brewery actually creates a, a an amazing IPA during the Christmas holiday season called Light the Tree IPA. And uh, that they started that last year and sold it around town, and it will be uh, completely sold out in in a matter of a week or so. So uh, we're going to have a lot more of that. 
um, event sponsors. We have um, Hess Auctioneers um, and uh, Garber Farms. From the very beginning, they've been on board. Um, so uh, just again, very thankful. You can see, you know, all the different different people. But I also want to specifically mention, um, not in money, but what I call partners in mission. And they're on this page and they are the different um, uh, foundations that we work with. And we truly would not be here without the Jeff Muster Foundation. And if, uh, you know, I think that's a great one if you want to have them on. Circle of Hope is the philanthropic arm of uh, the Heller Capital Group. And that's each of their companies. Uh, they they add in all of the employee donations and then choose local uh, needs to donate to. Um, Field of Hope is another organization that deals with cancer families and paying for their bills and whatnot. Uh, Brittany's Hope has been a an amazing mentor and donor to us as well. Uh, and they deal with um, uh, at-risk adoptions. So there are just so many. I mean, as Joe said, and you mentioned, <laughs> and Caleb realized, we're just, we are so blessed to live in Lancaster County and uh, can't, can't say enough, really, about it. Hearts, Hearts Physical Therapy is one that comes to mind also. They've been very, very good to us. So, yep. Yeah, well. That's, I mean, you, I, I said it in the pre-show. I mean, it's a really amazing list of sponsors. Um, what, you know, you're just doing some pretty amazing work to work with such big companies like that, great companies. It's so nice to see the names on there that support you. Uh, I kind of want to take a step back because you said something that was really interesting to me about how your board um, has to vote on these respites. And I can't imagine what that's like to have to decide because I would imagine something you can't, you you can't grant all requests. Can you? You'd be surprised. Um, It's very (laughs) rare that we're unable to, to fulfill. um, That's awesome. Um, I I will say the challenging part is having to read these stories. Um, You know, you're hard pressed to find anybody who hasn't been touched by cancer or, you know, a family member or friend who's, who's gone through it. Um, and just reading these stories can be very um, heartbreaking, um, you know, to go through time and time again. But, you know, the, the, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel there is that you know that you're going to be able to provide them with something that's going to help them and it's going to give them what they need in order to continue fighting. Um, but I would say that 90, probably 95 to 98% of all respite uh, requests that we received are, are approved. The only, the only times that they may get denied is if the application is incomplete or if we can't get clearance from a medical professional um, or if they're, you know, a lot of, a couple of the ones that I remember were being, uh, that we had to decline were, were people who were looking for more of a wish, um, you, know, or, you know, where they wanted to fly to, you know, the Caribbean one last time or something like that, which isn't our mission. And, um, and so in those instances, we have been able to, uh, as, as Lynn said, we put together our, our list of other nonprofits in the area that we can, instead of saying, sorry, we can't help you, it's more or less, you know, that doesn't really align with our mission, but here is somebody who we feel based on our network would be a good, uh, you know, a good, uh, resource for you, um, and for what you're looking for. So, um, you know, we never abandon these people and just say, no, it's always, no, but here's what we can do to help you, or here's somebody who may be able right, to help you. Exactly. And I think another important thing to note is that, uh, well, a couple of things. You, you had mentioned, you know, the the personal touch that's provided with providing these respites. I, I can't stress enough the fact that this is a volunteer-run organization. You know, we, we when you talk about staff, it's all volunteers, um, and which is 
It's great for two reasons. Number one, that means we can tell you that any money that you donate is going to go directly towards helping our, our families. Um, you know, all of the money, you know, all of the, the fixed expenses that we have throughout the year is all covered within our golf outing. Um, so anything above and beyond that, um, oh, is, wow. is going that's right great. towards these families. Uh, and that's, you know, probably only 20% of our golf outing is used to fund our expenses for the year. The rest of that goes towards these families as well. So, uh, but the work that they do, our volunteers are just absolutely incredible people who selflessly devote themselves to these families and to this mission, um, which I think is is just a, a real testament to, again, to Lancaster County as a whole, to, that we have people here who are willing to to give that kind of time and, and energy. Another reason that I think we have such a high percentage of approvals is the uh, the hospitals that we work with, um, the social workers that we work with, they know the structure that we work within. And, um, you know, I had a call today guy saying, you know, he actually, it was actually a no, but he said, I know you don't do this county yet, but how soon do you think you'll be up here? And, and I want to share with my coworkers, you know, where you guys are at this year kind of thing. And that was Penn State Hershey. Our social workers know our geographical boundaries. They know what we're doing. They know, you know, who to send us. But as Joe said, also, we never ever say no without giving them another option. Right. And, uh, because having been there, I mean, it's, it's such a hopeless situation so often. We want to we wanna give them a glimmer one way or the other. Either we're sending them, we are sending them on a respite or someone else is able to reach out and help them. So again, we're blessed by the people that we're surrounded by. You mentioned the, the golf outing and I know you have other events as well. Tell us about those events. Well, um, we've, been, we've kind of limited it actually. Um, we put so much into the golf outing and I'm going to say it right out. Right, Joe? We have the best golf outing in Lancaster County. Hands down. We do. Hands down. We have it at Hershey Country Club every year. We're on the West Course. Hershey Country Club is very good to us and uh, we get fantastic sponsors. Uh, it is a fun time. Caleb always watches over us and we've had fantastic weather and um, it is going to be Friday, August 26th at Hershey Country Club and um, we're, we're open for reservations right now. So it sells out very, very quickly. Wow. Uh, so any businesses out there that want to sponsor a, a foursome, you know, jump on in. You can find us at aweekaway.org right on the front page there. And what is the, uh, so you sign up by foursome. Is that right? Mm-hmm. You don't, yes. you don't take singles. You need, need to take a foursome. Yeah. Basically it's a sponsorship event. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. It, and what's the, uh, what's the, uh, sponsorship fee for a foursome? So the lowest is a silver, and that's two thousand dollars. Then we go to gold, which is three. Event is five, and corporate is is ten and over. Sorry. The the Caleb Walker Memorial Golf Outing it is there's kind of a funny story behind that. We we did it originally as the the A Week Away Foundation annual golf outing, but when Caleb had passed away, he had always told us that this this organization was not about him, and he never wanted it to be about him. And we always told him that you know even you know as towards you know the end there, we're, you know, we told him we would make this about the families that we serve. It's not about you. But right when he passed away, Marie, who was our vice president at the time, and I decided, you know what? Forget what he said. We're going to name the golf outing after him. It's going to be his memorial. Um, you know, it's just something that we can do to honor him and, and his legacy and what he's done um, for this community and, and for all the families that we serve. So uh, if he would you know, he's still giving us great weather every year, but I'm sure he's not happy about the fact that we named this golf outing after him. He's just such a selfless person. I mean, he never wanted any recognition for any of this, uh, but he always said, just make it about the families. And, and you know, and, and I think we do, aside from the golf outing, but. Yeah, right. 
And he loved golf, right? So what a great he was way terrible to honor at it, him. But he loved you it, know? yeah. <laughs> what was that? I missed it. They said it, Caleb was not very good at golf. No, okay, but he loved to play. But loved it, but loved it all. No, no, no. But if you were to ask it. Caleb, he would say yeah, he's great at everything. Yes. <laughs> well, great so, at great at founding yeah. charities. That, that's that's, that's being sure. the third of four sons. You know, you guys you have to have a survival mode there. You know, that's so, right. That's right. but it is a wonderful event to celebrate. You know, our success stories and um, and just to gather with our sponsors and to give them a taste of, uh, of what we can do. So it's, um, you know, you you guys are invited. Come on out. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. We'll check it out for sure. We, yeah. We swing the sticks. Yeah. Uh, you also, uh, we saw pint night on your website. Yeah. So again, our turn brewery, um, um, the guys up there, great small business, you know, they're, they're really uh, having a successful time now Boy, they launched at a bad time with COVID starting, you know, but, uh, they're coming out the other side, but very, very giving. Um, again, all these guys in the pub cup have done amazing things for us. Tell us Annie Bailey's our town brewery, um, the bull's head pub up in Linnitz, but, uh, Robbie Tarvis said our town worked with Caleb when he was working at, um, I think Springhouse it was. And, uh, Robbie had shared at one point that he's going to have a place of his own someday. And, uh, you know, I crossed my fingers and prayed for that and told him I'd keep a secret. And, uh, he comes back, uh, last year and said, okay, if I can finally do it, I always wanted to have a beer for Caleb. And um, Light the Tree in Lancaster is a very significant uh, story for us, very important to us at a week away. And uh, so we decided to name this this beer Light the Tree IPA. And the different pubs in town all sold it and gave us a dollar from every beer they sold. And um, uh, that, you know, that just became a big thing. But twice a year now, um, uh, Robbie also does, our town does a pint night for us uh, to help raise money. And again, a dollar from every beer sold goes to us. So one is in May and then one is during our Light the Tree campaign in December. Okay. So the Light the Tree IPA is Caleb's beer. It is Caleb's that's, beer. That's Absolutely. So cool. yeah. And, yeah. And what? And you said the Light the Tree is a special story. So what's that about? Well, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, Joe, you might have to be on me out here. So, but Caleb coming down the end, um, I, I remember as he started having seizure again uh, in October, October 17th, 2014. <laughs> and um, the, the uh, we took him down the chop, and uh, the doctor says, "Is he going to be able to understand what I'm going to tell him?" Because he literally had 130 some seizures that that night. And um, and here, you know, they did the armory, and the, his tumor was just strangling an artery in his brain, and it was getting, you know, just huge. And he, that's when he told me that he's not going to. Might not live out the week. He's definitely not going to live out the year. And he says, I have to tell him. So the next morning, kind of woke him up and the doctors came in and they said, Caleb, you know, you're, you're not going to, you're not going to make it. You're not going to live out the year. And he takes the doctor's arm, oops, like this. And he grabs it and he says, that's not acceptable. <laughs> he said, he said, you keep me alive. He said, I don't want you, you know, they were just trying to figure out how they could treat his pain. and you know, and make him comfortable. And he says, you keep me alive. You give me everything you have to give me. I have to get to my fundraiser, which was light the tree in the center of Lancaster on, you know, the, the Friday after, after Thanksgiving. And uh, Caleb was scheduled to speak that day. And that was a kickoff of the fundraiser that would really give us the funding to, uh, to get established. And uh, that particular day, he had so many seizures. I remember one of our board members, Mason, and 
Caleb's brother, like telling them, you, you hold him up if you have to. You don't let him out of your sight because he refused to stay home. And um, he went and he was able to give his speech, long pause in the middle and around. Everybody's holding their breath. And he finishes and then he proceeded to hand out some 2,000 information rack cards. And uh, we had everybody celebrating inside. Uh, we took him home and uh, two and a half days later, he passed away. Oh my goodness. Wow. So he made it to light so, the tree. Light the tree. So, you know, if you ask me something special in Lancaster, it's like the tree, <laughs> you know, every year. So yeah, actually, I picked him up that night to take him downtown and we got about halfway out of the neighborhood and he goes, oh, you got to turn around. And I said, are you okay? He said, yeah, I forgot my seizure medicine. My mom will kill me if I have a seizure on stage. <laughs> so I said, okay, we'll go back and get it. <laughs> we'll <Yeah>. go back. <laughs> so we went back and got it. And then he was getting ready to go up on stage and, and I was walking up with him and he turned and looked at me dead in the eye and just said, I got this. He said, you do not have to come yeah. up there with me. And I said, well, Lynn's going to kill me, but go ahead. Yeah, because I made, I made yeah. a promise. Yeah. And he went up so, and he did it. He did awesome. And, and he did. Uh, but that was, yeah, yeah. that was, he, he had to make it to that event. And that was just, you know, part of what kept him going. That's amazing. And then, you know, here we are 200, almost 200 respites later. Yeah. Yeah. 200 families yeah. impacted. That's pretty cool. Um, what, so the respite is over. What, what, what are the, what are some of the impacts and, and maybe some of the stories you can share that this week away has made for some of these families? I can, I can think of one right away. I was just, um, this weekend at a uh, graduation party for uh, someone. Uh, they graduated from physician's assistant school. So we sent this this person, I won't use any names, but this is the largest respite that we ever did. And we sent this one person and her sister, they both had cancer at the same time, and their nephew. So we sent three, basically three families away uh, to the Outer Banks, and they had a fantastic time. And the joy I get from all this, this is basic, this basically epitomizes everything that Caleb wanted to do. He wanted to have families get together and have great memories. He wanted to inspire them to keep going, to keep fighting. So, uh, sister, one sister just finished writing a book about her experiences, which you can buy on Amazon. And it's, uh, called, uh, go home cancer. You're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but it's a great, very honest, you know, um, sharing of their journey. And uh, so, good book. Um, the other girl just graduated. Like I said, she became a nurse. She actually uh, finished her chemo treatment the day that uh, Caleb's memorial service was. So, she rang her bell uh, that day and then went on to nursing school, graduated, and now she works in town, uh, in the community. Another thing that was important to Caleb. And uh, so, she had her graduation party this weekend and I was there. And the little guy's doing great as well. So, you know, we're three for three with that family. And the whole idea of, you know, putting in the, them in a situation that, where they can come back empowered, where we can, the body has a chance to recoup. We can buy some time. If we buy time, there's research that can save lives and we can win some battles. So that's that's one of my favorites. Joe, do you have one? I think it's just the fact that, you know, what we, we often tell these families that when we send them away, that this isn't just a one and done type thing. We're here for you as a resource. We're, we're, we're with you through your, through your fight. You know, we're, you know, lean on us if you need, if you need to. Um, and I think, you know, based on Lynn's experiences with Caleb, she's able to connect with a lot of these families, specifically, you know, parents of children, um, who can reach out and, and, and I, I mean, how many people do you talk to when they get back from a respite, Lynn? It's, I, it's, 
I, I hear about it all the time, these conversations and, you know, families that just need, uh, need a little bit of hope and a little bit of light, you know, even if, you know, six months, a year after we send them away, um, it happens all the time. And I think that that's important because, you know, the, the sometimes people just need to know that, that somebody's there for them, um, you know, regardless of, you know, whether we've already taken care of you from a, from a week away standpoint, but, you know, also just call us, we're here for you. And, and it happens all the time. Um, but one, one that I really love it. And Lynn kind of talked about it earlier, uh, in the show was, uh, the gentleman who he, he, he had a very bleak diagnosis. And, uh, and he said he just wanted to, all he wanted to do is go to a cabin in the woods with his family and his dog. And that's what we did. We got him a, a cabin on a lake. He was able to go fishing and, and, uh, the pictures that they sent back of him and the smile on his face and the, but, and the smile of his family. I mean, his grandkids were there and, and his children. And it was just an awesome, memory for me this was one of the first ones we did too i think it was the first 10 um but seeing the just the those pictures because they took some really good pictures and, and seeing him with his dog in the boat and it was just it was really really cool another cool aspect of that is the trickle down effect of this like joe said when people come back they you know they share such amazing things but they also do amazing things you know there's they start their own foundations you know they help other people i mean it's it's phenomenal I, we would not be here if it weren't for jeff musser pouring himself into caleb and mentoring caleb well and uh, he owns the musser he runs the musser foundation which is uh, just a great foundation so people you know out of their out of their misery you know out of their journey they go on to to share amazing amazing things so as caleb would say we're blessed well I mean, you all are doing just tremendous work. And this is a thought I've had in my mind for the last handful of weeks. I think it's really appropriate to share it here. Um, and the thought has been, you know, a lot of people might be frustrated in a moment of struggle and they revert back to, you know, God doesn't give us more than we can handle. And I think the way I'm beginning to think about that is... We're given what we're given because we have the strength to do so and carry it forward. And obviously, Caleb was given that at 18 in that waiting room. Yeah. Yeah. But Thank you. It's, you know, and also, I have to say, too, my buddy Joe here, I mean, Caleb, probably the best thing Caleb did was surround himself with good people. Yep. You know, and... uh uh, you know, I can't say enough. As a mother, you love things like that. Now, out of out of this, uh, Caleb's had a bar named after T. Caleb and Tellus, and he's had really great friends like Joe run his foundation. So <laughs> those those are two pretty fun highlights, you know. But uh, again, um, yeah. yeah, thanks for giving us this opportunity. <laughs> yeah, I think if there's one lesson to take away from Caleb, it's not necessarily the you know a week away is great, and and we love what we're doing here. But one thing that I learned from him. Um, and you kind of touched on it is that you don't always have control over your situation, but you do have control over how you respond to that. And, you know, Caleb was, I'm not, this isn't going to defeat me. He's like, it may take me down, but I'm going to leave my mark and I'm going to do something great before I, before I go. And he did. And that, you know, that in and of itself has stuck with me um, and gotten me through some pretty tough times. Um, but I, in fact, I, I named my son Walker after Caleb Walker. So, and and now my son starts to ask me questions about him and he sees pictures of him and I can tell him these great stories about how, you know, he never gave up and he was just such a, uh, an inspiration to a lot of people. I, yeah, I can't think of a better legacy to leave than 
than the one he's left. That's that's awesome. Um, we we have a bunch of listeners and a bunch of people who will watch this. How how can our listeners support a week away? What are some ways that that we can support? Well, yeah, obviously we love money, <laughs> you know, but that's the least important thing. And the best thing you can do for us is is to give us re- re- referrals. You know, somebody that is battling a life threatening illness. Give them our information. Tell them to talk to their their social worker, their their care team, and um and go to our website and check us out. You know that's that's the best thing you can do for us. Um, we love volunteers. Um, and you know we have different categories of volunteers. We have our respite committee and our events committee, and they're they're the heavy duty. If you like, if you're a planner and you have some time to give, um, those are two places that we plug you in. But then we also need event volunteers. Um, you know if we're if we do have an extracurricular. Uh, thing for pint night or during like the tree or, um, you know, something else. Um, those are, you know, we would use our event volunteers. So those are very important. And obviously you can, you can donate at weekaway.org, um, anytime. And, uh, and then, you know what? There's nothing too great, nothing too small. We have someone and, um, who donates $2 a month. You know, that's that part. I love that is my favorite donation. And obviously, obviously we touch their heart and, you know, they have restricted means. Um, some people can give a lot and not think twice about it. Other people giving $2 or $5, you know, it's a sacrifice, but everybody's giving us is, is giving sacrificially. And so for, for them to invest in us, for them to believe in our mission, that's, you know, that's, that's, we're very grateful for that. I touches my heart that they would believe in our mission enough to sacrifice for us. Yeah. That's very cool. I like the $2 donation too. Love Mm -hmm. it. Love it. Just amazing. Yeah, that's very neat. Very neat. Uh, just just a question. Was was Caleb's speech, the the Late the Tree speech recorded? Is that uh, anywhere for... WGAL has that. I can look in our files. I'm the least techno- technological person in the world, so uh, I might not be the one to find that for you, but maybe we can come up with it. And WGAL did, you know, film the night. They did broadcast it. That's uh, cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's he, he's had other interviews also that have been you know pretty decent. Um, I can send some things your way. That'd be neat. Yeah, that'd that be was neat to see. Very very poignant. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to share about the charity or about Caleb or um, anything else you'd like to share? Just thank you okay. to Lancaster. Yeah, I mean to everybody out there. You know, if, if there's anybody listening who's donated or or sent us a referral or. You know, or, or even as just thinking about, you know, one of those things. Thank you. Um, you know, and thank you guys for giving us the time today and allowing us to be on your right. show. This was a lot of fun. Uh, it's yeah. always good to, to share our story and, uh, and, and, you know, be able to think about what this is going to mean to another family in the future. And right. really is exciting. Yeah. And we really are, um, really trying to reach into the city and, and, um, you know, meet the needs in our own community. That's, that's so important to us. It was so important to Caleb. He'd just ride his, he lived in town. He would ride his bike around. He, he read a book, never read alone. And he never did. <laughs> you know, he, um, you know, he tried to, to grace all the different places in town. Um, and again, that's, that's in an, in a nutshell, the community and you know, his love for the community, um, is just a huge reason why we are here. Why we love being in Lancaster. We want to stay in Lancaster. And um, again, as Joe said, we're thank you. We're just as Caleb said in the beginning, we're so blessed. Yep. You know. And uh yeah, we really feel that. Well, so. and, th- and this is your episode. Please share it um with with your social media. 
Um, and of course it's, it's on YouTube and, you know, Facebook and, and all of that. So, um, mm-hmm. if you need to get the word out and this video helps, um, that would be, that would be fantastic. That's why we host this show. That's why we do it. Great. Yeah. yeah. And it's so cool that you guys do the, the nonprofits and the small businesses in town. That is awesome. It's yep. just awesome. Yeah. Well, so, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on the show. This was a special one for sure. Um, we're, I guess we're ready for the connection. Cocktail. That, that's right. We passed back the thing. Got the connection cocktail. No drinks. Yeah. Just fun questions. <laughs> I think I think we um, probably know the answer to the the second question. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but plug it away. The the first question. Um, and you each can answer. Um, what is your favorite thing to do in Lancaster? I consider myself a foodie. <laughs> um, uh, one of our volunteers and I always get together and go out uh, once a month uh, to a restaurant in town, um, kind of jump around. So it depends on what you're looking for at any given time. If you, you know, fine dining uh, or rooftop dining or, you know, quick dining. But we have so many fantastic options here in town. So that's just a real treat for me uh, to do that. So I'm, um, I'm going to hit you with what's what's your favorite? Do you, do you got a do you got a like a go to? Uh, Luca, off the top of my head, is probably my favorite. Yep. Okay, but it would uh, again depend on uh, you know, are you looking for a nice summer night and you just yep. want to go grab some light? You know, the uh, Telus, um, Barbaray, uh yeah. for nice fine dining. Love them, and they've been very good to us as well. Um, Belvedere. Best cocktails, horse in. You can't go wrong um, with any of them. Yeah, right. I mean, so just again, there's so many great things about about Lancaster. It's just Lancaster is just amazing. You know, you tell people, and people think it's it's horse and buggies, and it's so much more, yep. so much more. Yep. So, Joe, same question. Yeah, I would say, well, number one, would probably be golf, and I would do that anywhere, whether it's in Lancaster or or anywhere. Okay. Um, right. But no, one of my favorite things to do, specifically in Lancaster, is you know just a nice summer evening. Uh, take my walk wife and my town. son, and you know maybe some friends, and just walk around downtown, stop in a few of the local restaurants, you know, have a beer here and there, and you know the first Friday is always fun. Music Friday is a blast. You know, take the kids down there, and it's just there's always so much to do here, and uh, you know we're just very fortunate to be part of this community. Yep, it's awesome. Well, we think we know the answer to this, but we're going to ask it anyway because it's on the. Th- on the notes that you probably got from Ben, the annual event you love to go to. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I already hit that one. Yeah, is, right? the, is there anything more than the Caleb Walker Memorial? <laughs> there we go. And when is that? <laughs> when? That's August 26th. August right? 26th. Yep. Yeah. So there's that for Joe. And obviously that's a big one, but uh, I spoke about light the tree and that's just a great thing that we, yep. you know, we try to do every year as well. So, I don't mind. But they kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> you know, Lynn, you said a while back about, uh, we love money. I, I don't mind the shameless plugs. Love it. That's why we do the show. Hey, give me money. <laughs> you want to sponsor, a, you want to be part of a, of a great event, you can come and be a sponsor at our golf outing. Okay, yep. That's one way to contribute. And actually, maybe you can, you know, bless some of your employees or reward some employees. Um, give it as a perk, an incentive. That's a good way to do that. Yep. Um, also, uh, there's donations. Uh, of course, Extra Give is a great thing in Lancaster and you know, where we take donations then. Mm-hmm. We don't really plug it because because we do like the tree so close to it. I, I, I don't want to double dip, basically. But, we, you know, we do take any money that you give us, for sure, uh, with a big thank you. Um, and then at the end of the year, we have the Like the Tree campaign, and that's another um, outlet that you can make a donation to us, especially end of your giving, uh, if you, you want to include it in that. So 
aweekaway.org. You go go to our website, click yep. make a donation, and it's it's just very easy there. And you can find us on all the social media platforms. Um, and uh, you know, we're definitely out there. Um, so yeah, five thousand dollars will send a family away. So if you awesome. want to, uh, if you want to adopt a family, basically, that's that's how you can do it. Yep. And if you want to do it and and get some nice perks back, you can come to Pint Night and and make a donation and enjoy a beer and and contribute that way. So I love it. Low key and and high high level. Yep. Uh, we're we'll take it any way it comes. That's right. But even more so, um, give us referrals. You, everybody's family is is hit by something. So if there's a way that we can help, we'd love to do it. Yeah, very That's fantastic. Uh, just the last last connection cocktail question. Uh, when you have friends and family in Lancaster who you know live outside of the area. Um, is there a special part of Lancaster that you try to impart on them, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, something that goes on or, you know, something that uh, you like to do? What what part of Lancaster do you impart on friends and family from out of town? For me, it's yep. Central Market. And I think it's because you can go down there and, and get some really great stuff, but it, it's more than just the, the community of people that are there. You really get to experience um, a very diverse group of people and, and everybody's always so friendly. It's, you know, and then go out for breakfast afterwards and experience more of it. It's just the people of Lancaster are what makes this place so great. Um, and, and what better place to see it than at Central Market? That's awesome. Lynn, same question. Yeah, I think it would depend on who. If it's families, um, you know, you can take them downtown or Thomas, the train engine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. I, I actually live bordering in a couple Amish farms. So if you sit on my deck in the, under the shade of some really nice trees, you could just watch them work really hard while you're sitting back having a beer, <laughs> you know? So, um, uh, so there's that, the atmosphere of Lancaster. Um, uh, downtown is a gem to me. Sure. And, we used to own a stand in Central Market, so oh, I cool. certainly appreciate that. And they've been very good to us. Um, but yeah, the whole downtown atmosphere is is just fantastic to share. Very good. That's really neat. Well, uh, Lynn, Joe, I mean, this has just been a real pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for sharing uh, Caleb's story. Um, I'm so happy we were able to shine some light on it here and have you both on. Uh, so weekaway.org check out all the great stuff that they're doing uh really appreciate you being on the show and joining us thanks for doing thanks for thanks for joining us thank you guys we thank really so appreciate much. the opportunity yeah yeah to our donors and our volunteers just truly grateful yeah, very good very good well as we look to wrap up if you want to uh be a guest on our show you can go to lancasterconnects.com forward slash guest and uh, you'll uh, fill out a simple form and then we'll connect and look to book you a date on the show. And we always love charities, wonderful charities like a week away, uh, small businesses that are doing good things in the community to give back. Uh, we'd love to highlight you as well. And we do the prizes on the show too, right? So final chance for you to get your comments in. You can win that gift card. You can win some gardener swag, have a soup, a blue swag. I mean, you're going to love the color. It's even better in your hand. Yeah, it's really cool. It, it is a nice color. So when I saw, I, I will admit, when I saw it on the screen, I'm like, oh, that's going to be intense. But it's a, I think it's a beautiful, it's a good pick. It's a good pick. I know a thing or two about Yeah, well, yeah, you know, the 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 silver and the blue, it's, it's, it's perfect compliment. Yep. Yeah, looks good. Yep, yep. So, um, so my sleep better tip is not from the book, but it's uh, one I've been practicing as of late. And it's one that uh, I think you just heard an awful lot about. Uh, and that would be to practice gratitude, even in moments of, um, struggle and strife, uh, 
look for the opportunity to be blessed and to give gratitude. You will sleep better uh, at night. And if you begin your day thinking that way, you're just going to have a much better day. Uh, we'll mail you the book. Um, you go to gardenersmattressandmore.com forward slash sleep dash better. But um, I had a different one for you. But in light of what Lynn and what Joe shared, we're just going to say, um, we're going to just say that uh, giving gratitude and looking for moments of gratitude, even in times of struggle, is real important and you're going to sleep real well. So um, before I do the testimonial, I see Denise's question pop up there. How do you get on the show? Um, fill out the form at LancasterConnects.com slash guest. Uh, podcast producer Chris has got it up there on the screen. Just a simple form. Um, put your name and information in there and give us a little blurb about um, what you'd like to talk about on our show. So if you're a small business giving back or a nonprofit or charitable organization, just tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and what you're doing to give back to the community. And we'll, we'll receive that. And then we'll reach out with the with the next steps and get you on the schedule. So LancasterConnects.com slash guest. Uh, so, you know, we had uh, Lynn and, uh, you know, talking about her family. Um, of course, uh, Joe, uh, Caleb's friend, um, you know, kind of a family operation here, owned and operated here at Gardeners, and we do business with family. So uh, we had a handwritten testimonial uh, coming here from Seth and Elisa uh, here in Lancaster. And of course, uh, life changes uh, uh, precipitate the need for mattress changes. That's right. Um, so she wrote, uh, we needed a bigger bed to best fit our needs for our one-year-old and animals along with ourselves. So um, sounds like everybody's in bed. Um, maybe they had a smaller bed, but you know, often, you know, young couples starting out, they might have a full size or queen size. Technically a of, co-sleeping. Yeah. And then you've got a, a bunch of people in the bed. You need a bigger bed. So, um, they, they visited us. Um, Drew was, uh, quick to address them when they came here. So it wasn't like they wandered around for a while. Uh, he was able to answer all of the questions and he was very knowledgeable. Uh, but uh, what I wanted to highlight here, our overall experience as a family was wonderful and would certainly recommend gardeners to family and friends. So um, she, uh, they saw, uh, had a need for the growing family and then she felt uh, safe and comfortable here as a family and the experience we provided matched up to what we put out there in the world. So um, thank you, Seth and Elisa, for uh, your business and your kind words there and you know, we have mattresses to fit any family need, right? Even if you need to co-sleep, we can handle that. Right. That's right. Yep. That's right. Well, this was a great show. Yeah. This like, I mean, they're all good, but this yep. one was really good. Um, yep. It's why we do what we do. Support the community that supports our business. That this show definitely defined that. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next week on Lancaster Connects. For, oh, we got to do the prizes. Jeez, I almost forgot. I got... Yeah, I have a soupy blue on the mind. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. Let's spin it away. See, I was, I was, that was a really nice wrap up too. Yeah, that you were, you were going for it. It was happening. All right, All new, new commenter, new winner, Denise Sheridan. Denise. So, Denise, um, maybe you've been watching, but this is our first time seeing you comment. So, the, the gig here is coming in anytime we're open. We're open seven days a week. You can pick your prize. We let our crew know, and uh, you get to pick either the restaurant gift card or the uh, one of the uh, tumblers or flasks. All right. You know, I don't think we mentioned it, but we are Gardner's Mattress and More. We could have mentioned it at the very beginning, but in case you didn't know, <laughs> Gardner's Mattress and More, 830 Plaza Boulevard. We're in our showroom 
uh, right on the loop around Park City Mall. I'm kind of a big deal. I just expect people to know where I am, what I do. Just try to connect the dots here. Stuff, but yeah, you're right. There's a, there's a, um, a spooky circus setting up across the street. That's right. So look for the spooky circus and then you'll look across the street and you'll find us. So yeah, come in, Gardner's Mattress More, get your, uh, get your tumbler. That's right. All right. Very good. Well, I think now, is it now okay to wrap the show? I think so. Yes. Okay. Very good. Yes. We'll see you next week for episode 50 of Lancaster Connects. Take care. Have a great one.